The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Neil, uh, you want to talk about freedom and free, and hopefully you're connecting it to this topic. Hey, Neil, how's it going? It's going good. Uh, Good. My my question today is about freedom and uh, is... Uh, this is this is just what I've heard from a lot of people when I talk about freedom to them. I I, I'm on a, I go to college. I talk about like uh, Ayn Rand's ideas, and the first argument people bring up is like, well, freedom isn't really free because because of laws like the freedom to kill another person uh, or whatnot. You have to restrict. restrict I don't understand that. what what laws what laws give you freedom to kill another person. I, I don't I don't know, but that's the, that's the argument they use. Um, well, I mean, you can't argue against nonsensical arguments uh, that, that don't provide any facts and don't provide any evidence. I mean, freedom is not free in the sense that freedom needs to be protected. Freedom needs to be fought for. Uh, I'm not an anarchist. I believe that you need government. We'll get to that in a little while. But what do you need in order to, to protect our freedoms? You need a pretty small government. But the idea, if, if what they mean is capital punishment, if somebody's a murderer, then he has no freedom. Once you violate somebody else's rights, once you commit a violent crime against somebody else, you lose all rights. You lose your freedom. That's what you know, that's what rights mean. As soon as you violate somebody else's rights, you forfeit all your own rights. You forfeit your own freedom, and if you kill somebody, you forfeit your life. It's completely legitimate. If we, if we could, uh, if we could really guarantee that a guilty verdict was objective and and uh, and legit, then it would be completely fine to kill a killer. So th- that is not reducing anybody's freedom. You do not have the freedom to kill other people. That's not a freedom. That's a completely subjectivist out-of-nowhere definition of freedom. Freedom is the right to pursue the values necessary for your own life without violating the rights of others to do the same. So once you violate other people's rights, forget about your freedom. You have none. So uh, in that sense, yeah, people's, people's freedom is limited to pursuing your values, your rational values, without violating other people's rights. That's what freedom means. So there is no such thing as, um, you know, because, I don't know, because of capital punishment, uh, the murderer isn't free. No, the murderer isn't free. That's the point. But that's the way, by making the murderer unfree, putting him in jail. That's how you guarantee my freedom and your freedom. So the government's job is to, to, to prosecute those who violate rights, to protect us from those who would violate our rights, to put them in jail. That's the job of the government. That's almost the only job of the government. I wish they did it better. All right, Neil, I hope that answers your question. I, I, uh, I appreciate the call. Uh, Jeff, go ahead. Our perception of government, and you, you have to be quick because we're coming up to a break here. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, you know, you were talking about government spending, and I was having this conversation yesterday with somebody who's a very conservative, and um, we really need to start with what is government? 
this idea that it's not us, that it's separate from us, it's not in the marketplace, it is not affected by capitalism, uh, you know, that it has different needs and wants, it's just not true. And, you know, we've kind of lost control, but I think we can bring it back into control. It doesn't matter what size government is, if it's doing the collective thing that we organized it to do for us, so we have free time to do, you know, mow our lawn or whatever. That's all it's no, supposed to be. No, that's right. But the, but the size matters because the fact is that the size is an indication of the fact that it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's not doing what the founders, fathers intended it to do. Yeah. When it was well, doing of more of that, it was tiny. Oh, it was tiny. So, so size is definitely a proxy, an indication of the fact that the government is not fulfilling its role, has expanded its role, has become, in my view, unlimited. We today have an unlimited government. They could pretty much do whatever the hell they want uh, and un un unconstrained by anything, even the Constitution, given that the Supreme Court refuses to actually abide by the Constitution, given that the Constitution is moot, our politicians can do anything they want, pretty much. So we have today an unlimited government completely run amok in terms of its size, in terms of what it does. Now, we've got a break coming up in about 90 seconds. Jeff, thanks for the question or the, or the observation. And that's what we're going to get to after the break. The question after the break is, what is the role of government? What have we constituted government to do? And what would it cost to actually have a government doing a good job at that, right? So what is government? What should it do? How expensive should it be? Those are really the fundamental questions that we have to ask, and that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do uh, after this coming break. But to give you a hint, if you add up those things, if you add up those things, the size of government is well, well, well below a trillion dollars. It is tiny. It is tiny. Uh, and yet, here we are. Here we are. Seven trillion dollars sucked out of the private economy and wasted by the government on things that the government really should not be doing. 